What's up, everyone? Welcome to Dutour Live. I'm your host, Chris Pastris, coming to you from the mountains of North Lake Tahoe, and we are so pumped for this very special show. First off, we'll sit and chat with Olympic hopefuls Samaria Brevard and Mario McCoy. Next, we sit with some top, gun, top young guns in Deshaun Jordan and Zion Wright. Lastly, we sit down with a couple of my homies and legends in the game, Kareem Campbell and Ray Barbie. All three groups are a huge part of skateboarding's past, present, and future, and all three can attest to skateboarding changing their lives. This is Dutour Live. There's a lot of kids out there that don't have anything, you know. I come from Colombia in a third world country where there's no jobs, there's not much stuff to do. I don't even know what I'll be doing right now if I wasn't skating. Skateboarding definitely saves lives. It saved my life, literally. Skateboarding in Long Beach was just like the start of the positivity in our neighborhoods. But all these kids, you know, that let me throw a skateboard under their feet. It gives them something to do. It keeps them off the street, gives them a sense of family. That was the best feeling ever when you're a kid and you're just skating for fun. We just push each other. As long as we're skating together, we're always like ready to take on like bigger things. You learn everything from your skate crew that you grew up skating around. Skateboarding teaches you how to have that mindset of always being positive, always thinking you could do it, always getting back up after a fall. And you finally get it, you feel like, oh, I earned this. The problem-solving mindset and that mentality takes you through life on so many different levels. Young kid could just start skating and just next thing you know, you travel around the world. I did it and then kids out there could do it too. Dew Tour Live is brought to you by the good folks at Mountain Dew. Do the Dew. Ever wonder how pros like Chris Cole set up their board? Check out Stomp Sessions with Cole's 25 tutorials teaching you his pro insights to board setup, kickflips, and more. What is up, everyone? Dew Tour Live here. I'm super pumped on our guests this week. First up, we've got Samaria Brevard and Mario McCoy standing by, followed by Deshaun Jordan and Zion Wright. And then we're going to learn for some, from some legends in the game, my homies Kareem Campbell and Ray Barbie. So let's kick this off with our first couple guests here, Samaria and Mario. Mario, how are you guys doing? Uh, good, good. Chilling, just living. Another day, man. Nice, nice. And uh, tell us a little bit about where you guys are from. I'm from Riverside, California. You know, born and raised, and yeah, it's rad. <laughs> I'm from a town called Reading, Pennsylvania. If you've ever played Monopoly, it's the town that is the Reading Railroad. So, <laughs> not, not much else to say about that, but it's that one. <laughs> right. And how did your skateboarding journey begin? Uh, yeah, I started when just you know, I was playing basketball, mind my own business, and my brothers were skating, and my friend was skating, and. Yeah, I seen them. I was like, all right, I don't want to be shooting hoops by myself no more. So I'll see what they're doing. And then, yeah, I just tried it and then loved it as soon as I stepped on it. So never stopped. Amazing. How about you, Mario? Yeah, when it was pretty similar to Samaria's uh, experience. My older brother, Dante, got me into skating because, uh, yeah, I just, I like playing video games as a little kid. Kind of like, not, not a lazy kid, but just very, uh, indoors kind of person and yeah. he was like nah we're gonna change that if you're not gonna play basketball or football like me you're gonna do something that i do so he was like this is skating he had this little like tasmanian devil like kmart board and yeah just like that right out back at my grandma's house just started pushing mongo i'm sure like a lot of us start 
<laughs> and that was it, man. After that, here we are. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, who were your major influences coming up? Me, honestly, just the homies. I was really more into just like, you know, I, I had access to like YouTube when it's first started, you know, they first started putting videos on there. So I started seeing some of them, but really it was just like the homies and, you know, the hometown heroes that like killed it like tourists. And who are some of those hometown heroes from Riverside? You got like Forrest Edwards, you got Braxton Powers, you got... Raymond Molinar is from that area, I think. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then you got me and you got Trey and... <laughs> Amazing. How about you, Mario? Influences coming up. Oh, man. It's even still to this day, Paul Rodriguez, it's got to be hands down one of my favorite. Just everything he, like the way he goes about skating, the way he, you know, professionally and just in his own life, it seems like he's just an, a solid all around dude. So I admire that and always have. And, uh, and it's kind of ironic, but a later guest, Kareem Campbell, he was like, to me, the first person I saw who looked anything like me in like <laughs> the big grand scheme of skating and like I played a Tony Hawk game and he was the only black dude and I yeah. saw that and I was like damn like if this dude can do it he looks like I, me with the same skin complexion like there's got to be a way so yes yeah he's he's even I even took the time at Tampa Pro this year I, I had to I had to just say like look man like I'm ahead. if it wasn't for you I wouldn't be here I, I, I wouldn't be here at all what about terrain? What type of terrain did you guys skate growing up? Is it mostly parks or uh, street, Ross Street, or what? I think I started off in skate parks. Yeah, I pretty much like started off in skate parks, but like we like had downtown, like right before the skate park that got built that was closer to my house got built. It was like, yeah, we'd just skate downtown. And then once that park got built, it was like, all right, we're at this park every day. Everyone meet up and we're just trying to get better. So, a little mixture. Mario, I know uh, you being from Reading, were, were parks something that you grew up skating? There's a legendary Magic Skate Park, right? Did you yep. up there? I, I didn't. I was a little, I was late to that one. I, mm. I started in, I was four years old, so it was 99. So, I can claim that I'm a little bit of a 90 skater for the last couple <laughs> months. Last couple months. But, but no, that, that went out like right around that year 99 2000 so I didn't get to really skate that I grew up skating this park called wooden waves there's an indoor park that uh it was honestly it was the best like bam would always bam margera would show up periodically which is also yeah. another PA legend um and like Carrie Getz would be there you know a ton of pretty big names to this like you know kind of random park that would come there so I grew up skating that and then mo mostly street like we would skate street a lot Cause it's yeah. like really other than that one skate park, we didn't like, we had a few, but they weren't that good. And the street spots weren't that good neither. But I mean, that's kind of like, I don't know when you're a kid, you don't care, man. It's crack or no crack. It doesn't matter, man. Like as long as you're linking up and skating the spot, that's, that's how we lived. So. so what, what was it like for you coming out to California with how perfect all the spots were coming from Reading? I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is damn. Like some of these spots that people are like, oh, no, nah, that's not a spot. That ledge, no, 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 we don't skate that. I'm like, what, what do you mean, man? That would be like, Perfect. gee, we, this would be packed back where I'm at. Like, so, so, yeah, yeah man. We, so. we had a lot of AMPM parking lot sessions back east. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a, a drugstore called Farmore. And for some reason, it had like 
it was like a skate park. There was like an out ledge in the front. There was like ledges on the side. There was a gap around the back. Like that was like, I don't know why that was there. I wish it was still there, but that was like our skate park. Back Amazing. And, and both of you uh, describe the crew you grew up skating with. I don't know. It was like everyone from different areas would come to like Bobby Bond. So it would be like Marina Valley kids come here, the Mission Grill kids come here, Hunt Park kids come here. Like we all would meet up and just like, so it was pretty big when I was coming up, honestly. I was like, it was a lot of good times. I'll say that much. Amazing. And how about you, Mario? What was your crew like? It was uh, my brother, my older brother who got me into skating. Our two really good friends, Taylor and Christian, they were uh, these twin brothers that they had the house that was like, their parents let them do all the like cool stuff. So like, if there was like that red zero rail back in the day, they had it. They had like that <laughs> new kicker, they had it. Like it was always there in their driveway. So it was yeah. them. Uh, a couple other homies too. Everyone was older though. I was, I was the jit. So I was the mm. kid who had like the foul mouth and was like always just a pain in everyone's ass. Like that, that was my role. But uh, <laughs> But they always like pushed me like when a lot of them kind of got into like some stuff in high school, like they would like start dating or they just would get into some other stuff and kind of get away from skating. They always pushed me to stand skating. So like, look, like you got yeah. something. So just yeah. like, don't like learn from us. Just keep skating. Like just, just keep skating. Just do your thing. Like the world is yours. So Amazing. I was fortunate to have a crew who was always supportive. Like, look, you, you're the jit that's got to make it for us. So yeah, come on. Nice. And so, Samaria, for you, what, uh, what hooked you into skating? What made it so addictive for you? Oh, I feel like, because I, like, I grew up playing, like, basketball, team sports, you know, like, having someone telling you what to do. Like, and you're like, do this drill. Right? <laughs> They're just telling you to do this. I think, like, just the independence that I got from skateboarding was just really like a big pull for me. Cause I, I kind of got to do what I, what I want to do or like things just don't work. <laughs> How about you, Mario? I mean, she pretty much said everything spot on. It's just the independence of it, you know, like I, I my family's a big basketball family. So mm. I understand a lot of what she's saying. Like <laughs> they're very team sport oriented and, yeah, when I came around, like, my brother had to do all that stuff. My dad, like, lived through him, and he had him playing all those sports. And when I came around, I was like, look, man, that's not how this one's going to go. Like, I, so th that independence, that just, like, just depending on myself, you know, and that, that taught me so many life lessons. I'm just grateful that I've had that opportunity. Yeah, that, that was my next question, actually. What type of life lessons do you think uh, skateboarding has taught you guys? Oh, man. So many. A lot, yeah. Perseverance for one, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about that. What what makes us so unique? Like why why skateboarding and why do we fall down a hundred times trying one trick? First and foremost, because it's the hardest thing ever. That's why. It's hard. <laughs> I'll just set that the record straight on that. It is extremely difficult. So that's why we fall. Yeah. But um way to that. Um but yeah, no, I, I think the, the biggest life lessons are be patient with yourself, which if you can be patient with yourself, it's a little easier to be patient with others. Um, don't take everything for granted, you know, especially time, like appreciate what you're doing at the time being live like a moment at a time. Um, and to just appreciate everyone's background, appreciate that there's a lot of different walks of life, 
and life looks a lot different. It's not just how you think it is or how you were taught. It's tons of different ways. And, and although you don't understand it, you don't have to yeah. at least be empathetic to other people's situations and accept things for what they are, not for what you want them to be. That's, those are my, my lessons. Amen, amen to that, man. And yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, the community we find in skateboarding. Um, I mean, what, what has that taught you, Samaria? It brings in that teamwork, you know, like we're just, the we're so close, you know, and I, we allow ourselves, it's like, I don't know, having a skateboarder, a skateboard does definitely bring like some type of like trust. Like you see another person on a skateboard and you're like, oh shoot, you know, like you know what's mm -hmm. going on. How about dealing uh, with our current climate with the pandemic? What, what's that been like for each of you? Start with you, Mario. I mean, for me personally, it's been a little bit of a break. Like, honestly, with, with travel, because travel was starting to get kind of hectic. It was really picking up right at that moment. And it kind of was a second to, like, stop and just appreciate what's around me not just be go, 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 you know, and kind of yeah. evaluate things that I want, especially going into a pro career right now, like yeah. at the beginning of this, kind of having that little second to think like, all right, well, I'm here. I've been yeah. trying to do this my whole life. I'm here now. So what, what is it that we want? Like, what do we want to do? And how do we want to represent ourselves in this, uh, this next chapter? Yes. And man, I, I, I feel for you and it must've been unique because you turned pro like what in February and then this whole thing just the pandemic exploded. So take us yeah. through what that experience was, was like and did it, did it take any of the air out of your momentum or anything or? Nah, never. No, there's no way you could take the air out of that, man. I, since, since I was a little kid, just messing around on a skateboard, this is what I wanted, you know? So you got to do a lot to take the, the drive from, from where I still plan on going. But um, it definitely was, kind of a crazy thing to turn pro and then just be told like all right no more trips uh the video part that you were about to finish now it's like kind of on hold a little bit depending on where you can go if you can get out and do it sick if not then you know what i mean like understandable it yeah it's it's unique it's definitely not the way i pictured this happening yeah but, but you've been hey. keeping your head up you've been killing it so all, all the power to you. And hey, in some yeah. in some ways, I feel like this is a giant reset for all of us. Mm -hmm. you know, like we're we're learning to refocus, and it's happening just bit by bit with us being isolated and totally. so not what skateboarding's about with the isolation. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I the thing is, I look at it like this: I could have turned pro after, so I could be waiting to turn pro and totally. have all these plans. And that would have been a lot weirder <laughs> and more difficult. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I got there while I could, so. Totally. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the social activity we've seen from skateboarding with the pandemic and just social justice. You know, how does skateboarding deal with these, these topics for you guys? Well, from what I've seen, we, us as skateboarders have really jumped on it, you know, like really trying to be like front runners, honestly, from what I've seen and everyone that's been like posting and like really trying to like put in some work for you know equality like real equality is it's yeah. pretty amazing i mean it's it's something i mean it's definitely something that i've like i don't want to say i've learned to live with as as a, as a person of color but it's uh 
it is, it's surprising that it still happens, you know, and, and the good thing, I guess the only good thing you can really take out of it is everyone. I'm not going to say everyone, but a ton of people are very pissed off about it. I'm yeah. happy to see that it's not just us saying this. It's yeah. a lot of people. Fly by night. And no, nothing's flying now. So if there's a time to call anything out, people are calling it out. And skateboarding, as it normally is, calls everything out. And they've been calling <laughs> out not only what's going on in the world, but what goes on in skateboarding. In I, I couldn't be more proud to be a part of a community that yeah. is willing, like, everything else aside let's yes. let's be real and talk about what's going on period let's start with our world first and then move forward and yes. yeah i'm just i'm proud i'm proud of skating for what it's been it. stepping up and doing and how how important is it to stay connected to the skate community through all this isolation very important yeah <laughs> skate with you know like we, we're expecting trips we travel the world with each other so it's like, you know, yeah. those connections are definitely important just for even your mental, you know? Mm -hmm. How about uh, words of wisdom for the youth coming up? I know you guys are still relatively young guns. So what, what would you, what advice would you give to a skater who's looking to be an Olympic hopeful like one of you? Skate every day, have fun skating every day, you know, don't, you know, have fun learning, going through the process of learning tricks and stuff and like, learning and being like you know having fun with your friends like it gets competitive and that just helps you level up and yeah just i don't know don't take it too serious remember mm -hmm. the remember the roots like this is all about having fun and filling your heart up with like joy <laughs> exactly yeah i i would just tell the young kids coming up as the old heads told me and i remember i always hated hearing it but just be patient Skate, everything about skateboarding is patience. Everything from where you want to go to what you want to do on your skateboard and to everything. I mean, the, the life in general is patience. Yes. And it's very important to just be patient and understand that what you have and what you will bring to the table will have its time to be shown. Mm. And you will have every right and ability to do that. But people get on trips and people get in positions of opportunity, not with what they're saying, with what they yes. do. Amen. And in the end, no matter what, ability will always get you to where you want to go. So I would just tell the young kids, keep skating. Never think you're too good. Just keep skating. Keep, never, never get that mentality. Always strive to do more. Love it. Love it. And how about, uh, we're going to end with this. What would each of you like your legacy in skateboarding to be? <laughs> uh, man, if I could just leave like a legacy of like, progression and opening help opening doors and stuff and i'm happy with that like i just want to help as many people as i can while i walk through this world so yes how about you mario's legacy what would you like your legacy to be in skateboarding i think i would just want someone who felt like me even if i was able to reach one kid who felt like me who knew truly what they wanted to do with their life but was too afraid to say it because of their surroundings yes. if i could reach one of those kids and do what kareem did for me to yeah. them and make them understand like no matter where you're from no matter how weird it seems to other people just hold on to your dream if i can do that that's that's amen that's bro. all i want that's I just want to pass, pass Kareem's inspiration on through me to the next. Yes. Is that something, I mean, when you're out and about skating, 
do you feel that connectivity to the younger generation and do you feel like you're passing the torch down to locals in each of your hometowns i think a lot of them i i'll see some of the locals and i'm like shit you're, you're taking the torch right out of my hands like some of these kids <laughs> are getting good quick so yeah no i'm i definitely it's progressing fast and i'm just i can't wait to see what skateboarding looks like when it's their turn because it's already crazy enough now and it's just going right. to continue to get crazier 100%. well thank you both for joining me today we're going to uh hear from zion Wright in a second here you guys are olympic hopefuls i got your back much love thank you for putting uh, all the time and energy you do into skateboarding so one love mario and smaria thank you so much for joining much yeah. love to both we'll be in touch Later. mario i'll see you in yeah. la brother that's right. I'll catch you up. <laughs> and uh, tell us a little bit about um, both of you guys, starting with UZ. Where did your skate journey begin? How did you find skateboarding? Um, yeah, like I said, I found skateboarding from uh, my brother, my big brother. Yeah. And I just pretty much uh, tailed behind him until I really like realized what was going on and then just kind of yeah, went from there. Mm. And how did you find uh, skateboarding, Deshaun? Um, I found it pretty randomly. Like I hung out with a group of friends on the east side of Tucson that I always kind of like chill with every day, and they they kind of always trying different stuff. Like it was a phase where everybody was like scooting, or it was a phase where everybody was like just playing sports. And I don't know. I kind of just whatever they're doing, I wanted to do. You know, it's like part of our friend group. So I just picked it up from there, and then like kept doing it, and then moved to Arizona and like started to pursue it even more. But yeah, that's kind of how I picked it up. And who were your guys' main influences coming up? Man, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't learn about who my main influence was until later. Like, I definitely didn't come up. Like, my group of friends who were skating, like, they were not, like, they weren't skateboarders. Like, they didn't have any knowledge on like pro skate. Like, they were just doing it because they were doing it. You know what I mean? So I, I was a late boomer as far as like figuring out who was my favorite skaters and what. But when I did, it was definitely like costing guy. And Mark Johnson, like those dudes, like yes, are still my like you know my top my top dudes. So yeah, that's kind of what my influence was. And yeah, and uh, amazing that you ride for MJ now. What's that yeah. riding for Mark Johnson? One of your favorite skaters? Uh, it's great. Like he's a great dude on and off the skateboard. Um, you know, you there's there's everybody's uh, opinions and like uh, relationships like whatever like, you know, like whatever they've taken from the, like their previous relationship is always out there in the atmosphere and you don't know until you meet somebody so it was like meeting him from like sit, like seeing his work and everything from afar it was like was definitely great like I got to really get to know him and it's been great like he's a great dude like I said fun down to earth super rad dude um but yeah I love him oh, I also forgot to mention my my influence was like Heath too I uh, loved my, yeah. my my first my first skate video was the minefield video and so, like, I just remember watching it in that song and just, like, those back three at the beginning, like, always in my favorite stuff. Yes. yes. All right. And then, uh, Zion, growing up, what, what hooked you into skateboarding? What made it so addictive and what made you stick with it? Um, I would say for sure the crowd I was around, just, like, uh, getting introduced to the whole skate park scene and, like, what, like, went into it with just, like, meeting new friends and just, like, yeah just like having the skate park kind of like second base home, just link up and then, yeah, just be there at the skate park and just skate with the friends and yeah, hang out and just like, yeah, pretty much grow up. So 
I would say, yeah, for sure, the skate park, that was like what did it. And then, yeah, just having everyone around and then being able to travel, meet people, and like, yeah, having to meet people like Deshaun throughout the way and just, yeah, man, it's crazy. Skateboarding's like brought a lot to my life that I didn't think it would have done, so. Amazing, and you, you talk about this park. What local park is that you're talking about? Uh, Jupiter Skate Park, Abacoa Skate Park. So yeah, that was my stomping grounds, so. Amazing. Yes. And what type of, uh, let's talk a little bit about the life lessons skateboarding teaches you, like just the persistence for one. So tell us, uh, each of you, starting with you, Zion, what type of life, life lessons has skateboarding taught you? Um, for sure, like to be patient. I've like uh, looked at skating as a thing to where, okay, when I first got involved in it and I seen like how it was and seen people that was better than me and doing this and that, I'm just like, taking it into like my own perspective of like yo you know this is it this is skating you know it's uh an individual type thing that you can express yourself with and yeah just kind of take it as that so yeah it's been um it's been a very molding thing around i would say my life and yeah throughout that whole perspective so amazing and how about you deshaun life lessons from skateboarding um i would say my life lessons from skateboarding would be just like uh, just confidence, patience as well. Um, the process of growth, you know what I mean? Going outside my comfort zone, just like really pushing myself and believing in myself and uh, like determination in general, you know what I mean? Because you obviously like, you take those things from skateboarding into like your normal life and those all apply to everything, you know what I mean? And it's like just believing that something is possible that might not, that, that you might not think is possible it's like it's amazing growth comes from like going over that barrier you know what i mean because you just like your whole mental and everything just changes you know what i mean like from the, from struggling to do something from struggling to get a trick it's everyday life and those gyms are hidden within skateboarding so hmm. i've definitely taken those and did you, did you guys feel like you were accepted by the skate community right away or did you have barriers to overcome to break in Deshaun. <laughs> um to be honest i didn't i didn't know like i i, I didn't i literally had zero knowledge on like <clears throat> everything about it going pro about me I, I literally knew nothing when i started skating you know what i mean i learned through experiences and through you know uh environments i was in and so like when it got to a point to where i was doing it more when i moved to uh phoenix from tucson um i just like i you know i learned about like skater clothes like what shoes what like what boards are good what trucks well like i had no idea and i used to like there there wasn't any real threshold but the, like I, I used to like i used to get picked on at my skate park like people said i talked too much or people said i was annoying and like people would break my boards like oh, my, mom, my dude my mom would have to like come up there and trip so it was like to me i was just doing it to do it you know to do it like i i love doing i loved doing it you know growing up and still now and it's just like, I kind of learned, yeah, through experiences, like with everything. I didn't know, you know, when 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 you were technically accepted mm. by, you know what I mean, the, the, the skateboarding world outside of it, so. Skateboarding is definitely, uh, you'll get schooled right away. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Zion, uh, I know you grew up, you said Jupiter, Florida. Was there a surf culture there or was it just pure skateboarding? 
Um, yeah, that's crazy you say that because, yeah, I got introduced to surfing at like a young age, like a little after I started skating. So, yeah, it was like a mix for me being in the surf culture and the skate culture and kind of like having that balance to go back and forth from like doing both. So, yeah, it was a yeah pretty interesting, like growing up and then doing both and like kind of seeing how both sides of the scenes are. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Yes. And now you're both in Southern California in uh, the Mecca of skateboarding. Southern, you know, we're LA and all that. And so talk, talk about the differences with the culture now that you're out in Los Angeles area. Um, yeah, it's for sure. A big difference. I would say a big culture shock in a bit, you know, just being able to see, you know, what really goes on and how everything operates out here. Like going to the skate park and being able to see, the little kid, he's like maybe eight or nine and he's like already like front feeble in the rail or something, you know, just like the progression level of like, um, yeah, just how things are out here. It's like at that pace, I would say. It's like I more, coming, more environment, I would say. You know? like, I remember tripping, coming from the East Coast when I got to Southern California, how you would do what felt like the most amazing trick in the world and everyone's totally silent. Like we're all sort of, uh, spoiled from seeing such good skateboarding you know what i mean like back east it'd be like everybody cheering each other on and then in la it's like you could do a kickflip front feeble and somebody would just look at you stone cold like whatever <laughs> no that, i remember i remember when i first started coming to la um i would say like for summer that time when i was in high school um and then when i officially moved here and started filming like one of my first parts in la yeah, I was tripping out because, you know, in Arizona or whatever, like, you know, you do whatever you do where you're from, you know, you're a little bit of a hometown here where you hear like, oh, you're good. And you get somewhere to like, you get somewhere where people like really do it, like people really do it, like you, your eyes op get open. And when I first came, I was like, bro, the, the smallest hub was I was skating was like nine hub was. And I was like, yo, like, <laughs> I'm not used to skate, but you know what I mean? The people that was, so I had to quickly adjust to that. And quickly. Now, that, but it's it's awesome now. It's like that just was a huge growth itself, just me seeing it. And so now it's like, you know what I mean? I'm stoked I moved and like got introduced to this side of skateboarding and saw, you know, real like people really going ham and that progression of it because it opened my mind to my skating abilities for sure. Amazing. And uh, okay, we're going to move into current events. You know, we've got uh, COVID-19 and the social justice issues. Uh, how are each of these affecting you guys personally? Start with you, Z. Um, I mean, yeah, it's been a, it's just been a whole, I would say, crazy thing for just everyone in general. You know, just like the whole social distancing thing, the whole, just like everything that it is. So, I mean, I've just been taking it and just um, being precautious. You know, being respectful to people, other people, and like these times you know it's been rough so but yeah I mean it's it's life you know we got to deal with what's going on so we just got to be able to take it how we take it and yeah just move along with it and just hope for the best throughout all these times I would say so yes and Deshaun do you feel that skateboarding has a voice with these issues um I feel like yes and be, like when, when I say that just because I like, skateboarding's like a big uh Skateboarding kind of has a big voice on the world, you know I mean? A lot of stuff, people, I, I feel like it's not always 100% credited to the skateboarding culture, but a lot of, like, influence comes from skateboarding. You know, whether it's clothes, terminology, fashion, uh, 
you know, like passion, yeah, everything, you know, and it's the next closest thing to music. Like a lot of music artists, you know, we share the same, you know, merge of like our worlds. And so um, with us giving the platform, you know what I mean? Like skateboarding, you know, we obviously like our voice with times like this gets heard a lot on media, Instagram and everything. It's, I feel like it's important for us to like show that we're also practicing uh, the best way to um, uh, push and respect like everything that's going on in the most general way so that everybody can understand, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of what I've been just doing on my part as, you know, somebody who's a part of the culture and just individually is just like doing everything I can on my end to, you know, uh, do my part to where, you know, I'm helping as much as I can, you know, to get everything back in order, whether it's with the social justice or Corona, because I feel like, you know, like Z was saying, everyone is affected. And so, instead of pointing the finger so much, I, I try to just take a step back and, and, and do it in the most respectful way to everybody. So. Mm, yes. And I know skateboarding is such a cultural melting pot. What do you think the world could learn from the skateboarding community? I mean, to love, you know, love each other. Don't judge. Don't judge a book box cover. Uh, equality. I mean, we all pretty much, you know, we skate with each other, no matter shape, sizes, colors. So it's like, I feel like that's a statement itself is that, you know, there's no discrimination within skateboarding really, you know what I mean? Like everybody's groups of friends are so diverse and we're so welcoming to everything, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, you know what I mean? Like my roommate's Utah, like we met, <laughs> we, we met in, we met in, you know, season a couple yeah. of years ago, but it's just like, even that itself is like, well, you know, we welcomed each other in. I welcomed him in. Um, totally. I've, tried, I've tried to be the, uh, a good outlet for him to learn how to survive over here, you know, in the U S. And so like, it's, I feel like it's sometimes they go so unnoticed that people don't realize that them making a phone call to skate with the homie is like a big, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of like, I feel like there's a lot of gyms and skateboarding the culture in general and everybody mm -hmm. as an individual. So. Amen to that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to uh, end this with uh what would each of you like your legacy in skateboarding to be? Um, yeah, each one, teach one. I would say just pay it forward, you know? It's like um, you come, you get introduced to something and yeah, you just want that same vibe and everything that you've been introduced to, the way you are so juiced on it to kind of just be put back into someone. So yeah, yeah. I would just say each one, teach one, man. So yeah. Love it. Love it. And I love seeing your pops around the scene, man. He's so positive and just got such a rad vibe. Said hello. That's my guru, man. That's my guru. He keeps me, yeah, he keeps me down. So uh, I learned a lot from him. So yeah. He's the best. He's my guy. <laughs> All right, Deshaun, with you, uh, what, what would you like your legacy to be? Um, remember just, that. Just remember, you know, stay hungry, stay humble. Um, you know what I mean? And that, like, you know, just give 100% of whatever you, you know, whatever you do, you know what I mean? The full, yeah. full, um, full energy and just, you know, attacking everything with 100% is important, you know what I mean? Because you don't want all, you don't want all those little, those little spirits around your deathbed of unpotential, of, of unfilled potential, you know what I mean? Telling you that, yeah. you know what I mean? You could have did this, you could have achieve this and so yeah i just you know when the legacy just be like yo give give 100 whatever believe achieve stay hungry stay humble and just go get it
Amen. Amen to that. Yes. So, you know, we're, uh, we're going to keep you guys on for a couple more minutes as our next guests get set up. And um, it's Ray Barbie and Kareem Campbell. So give us wow. some words about those two legends from each of you. Not enough words. Not enough words. <laughs> not enough words, man. Not enough words, to be honest. I, I don't even want to start saying something because I'm going to feel like I just... I got to keep going because I don't, I don't know. Like I said, not enough words to describe what those dudes did for us and for everybody. Okay? So I appreciate them. Hats off. Amen to that. How about you, Z? Hey, same. I would say same about that. Yeah, just like Kareem, Ray. Yeah, they're golden for sure. Is that yeah, when I When I was a kid in high school and uh, I be, first became aware of Ray Barbie, I remember sketching his graphic on my notepads just thinking like, I could be pro. He, he definitely was the first one for me to look at and go, we can do this, you know, um, mm -hmm. community and, you know, looking different and being different. It, it wasn't so weird after Ray. It was like, all right, we're in this. So, uh, dude, I'm, random. We'll buy it. Dude, Rand, I, I mean, I wish I knew this, this lady's name, but it's so funny. I wish I knew her name, but I was, I had like, we're kind of like dating in Arizona. This girl yeah. I used to talk to when I was younger and her, family friend knew Ray and when she found out I skated she was like oh like you know like I, I have a friend um he, he skate or he used to skate you know he's like uh, OG like his name's Ray Barbin I was like what Ray Barbin <laughs> but I, I wish I, I wish I knew her name because she swears they're good friends and it would have been dope to bring it up but I, I don't even know yeah her name, so. Ray is the coolest cat man Ray yeah. and both just uh it's, it's been amazing a blessing to know both of them yeah, and two totally different approaches to skateboarding. And it's crazy for me because I got to do blue skateboards with Kareem and really get to know him and just see how he broke through. He, he basically made it like, you know, I'd say for the hip hop community and like just skateboarding being different and, you know, people like Chad Muska that came after him, he laid so much groundwork, man. Like just seeing him, I don't know if you guys remember, have ever seen this clip, but he back 180s over a bank over a handrail in Houston, Texas. And yeah. it was like the gnarliest, like no one could even ollie it. You know, it, it was yeah. out of, like, it wasn't even possible. And um, just that back 180 just had everybody just floored. And it, I felt like every contest Kareem did something where you were just like, oh my God, that's not even possible. Like, yeah, dude, the I- style, The best confidence. <laughs> the push, everything. I was just watching some of his footage just like the other day. With the homie downstairs, it was just like, oh my god, like ahead of his time, like the push, <laughs> his steeds with his push, like his style, everything was just yeah, trash can clips going crazy, back when aiding over like, like dude, backside clipping over time, like oh my god. <laughs> I remember, I, I think it was trilogy or something, but he looks down at his pager in the middle of a line. It's like so pimp. <laughs> He's like so confident, like oh, someone's blowing me up. Let me keep going. <laughs> legend legend dude he's amazing Trey for fakies yeah when, when was you uh when was your first like kareem campbell experience when did you first see him or, or be, become aware of his skill i would say man i i would say man probably the tony hawk games when i first started like getting the skate like i would like always i would always like go and and play him, you know what I mean? He's coming up like the, the African-American skater in the video. I was like, yo, I, I didn't know a lot about skating. I thought it was dope. You know, I just wanted to play him. <laughs> so I was like, I want to play with Kareem. And then, like, you know, later on in life, and 
got more into skating and started learning his, you know, his significance in skateboarding, you know, what he did, understanding that. And then, you know, when I first met him in person or seen him, you know, I, like I had to say, so I was like, what's good, Kareem? And like, it was a genuine, like, what's up? You know what I mean? It was just like that energy was just there. And I was like, man. 100% like, genuine. Yeah. So I, I joined you guys. We can all talk about this, the, the Thrasher cover recently. What are your thoughts on that with the, all of the, the people of color represented? What did that mean for you? Dude, Dude I, oh yeah, go ahead, Z. No, uh, you got it. Yeah, that's big. That's real. That's, that's power right there, you know? That's for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's big. That's Was it big. humbling, surprising? What, what were you guys yeah, about? Yeah, for sure. Humbling, like all of it. It's just like for mm -hmm. him, like, you know, all, all the guys representing on the front and the back. And just like, yeah, that's a, yeah, Atiba killed that. Well, yeah, Atiba, that's Kendler or Burn Dog, you guys fully killed that. Mm. Yeah, I didn't even, I found out about it and like, I was, I know Atiba was trying to make it around and shoot as much as he could. And it was like really yeah. hard for him in the time frame he had. And I, I think he was, he, so he wanted to shoot like a lot of people, but I was in Arizona. So I, I like almost didn't even like, make it on that cover i i got back the, the homie andrew told me about it and i called i got i texted t i was like yo t i was like yo you're shooting like thrash is doing all like blackish he was like yeah he was like i was actually like trying trying to get around everybody but i thought you were in arizona i was like no i'm back and he was like he was like pull up right now like i'm shooting the porch at my house i was like i'm on my way like yeah i need to be a part like and yeah. so that's what like so i was stoked i like squeezed in on there because it was definitely like a, a time crunch and man like i'm still waiting on my issue to get here so i can like look through it all but man like that <laughs> like so that I, is that is that's um, just like man power, yeah dude. i looked like, down at my phone and saw like a text message from atiba and you know it says atiba jefferson and i'm just like whoa what what the and the way he said like hey can you make it to my pad i knew it was something i didn't know what yeah. was going on but I knew there was an urgency and I was like, oh damn, Atiba wants me to cruise to his house. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Glad we didn't miss out on that one. I know. So about uh, what's been going on with the marches. Have you guys taken, participate, participated in anything like that? Is there anything like that going on in your communities? I went to, go ahead, Z. Yeah. I went to um, Echo Park for a march that they had, a little skate. Um, it was like, this girl had kind of got everyone right behind it, but a uh, real was like a kind of like sponsor or whatever in it. But yeah, man, I went to that and yeah, it was a uh, really nice. Everyone like spoke and stuff, and yeah, it was it was good. So I was there with you. And look who popped on, my man, Reed. Peace, what's good, brother? The legend. What up, Reed? What <laughs> family? How y'all doing? Chilling, man. How you living? Man, loving it, relaxing. Staying kosher free, you know what I mean? Dude, I, been doing? I, I'm going to sit back and let you guys talk to Kareem for a bit because I'm just enjoying this moment. So go at it, you three. <laughs> I'm tripping. I'm, I'm so lost for words. They, they asked me what to say about you before you got on. And I was like, man, it's not, it's not enough words to describe what you did for us, man. And they, I, like, my hat's off, man. Like, for endless and endless miles, I don't think there'll ever be enough words, but. Like, man, I really, really thankful for what you did, man. And, you know, your staple of skateboarding and just you and Jenna as a person is really, you know, impactful to me and throughout my career still to this day. So I appreciate you. Man, my blessing, my blessing. And I love it. I love it. I mean, you, Sean, I mean, Deshaun, 
I mean, Nigel, the whole, it's just all the different things that you guys have taken it to now. Y'all need to just really bow down to yourselves because y'all got this to a whole nother level. I love it. I really love it. I mean, you guys are good, actually, role models for these kids. It's totally different than what, you know what I mean, most people would have thought that, you know what I mean, as being coming from where most of us came from and, you know what I mean, having to fight the fights that we fought. You know what I mean? You guys just came out as a blessing, as a future. I mean, I'm looking forward every day, every time. Every time I see y'all skating, it's just like, I just smile. You know what I mean? Yes. Bless yeah. up. Way big time. And let's uh, get you to have a question or two in for Kareem's eye on. Go for it, brother. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think we've ever uh, crossed paths. But yeah, dude, big ups, man. Much love. You're a legend. Thank you for everything you've done for us in skateboarding, man. Yeah. Um, how have you been? Have you been good, man? So, man, I've been relaxed and just been doing a lot of like chilling and hitting the parks. You know what I mean? It's been like a hundred degrees. I've been in Texas a lot. I was in Cali for a little bit, okay. and then I went down to like you know Florida. I kind of been just bouncing around, but been just shredding a little bit, just kicking it, doing a lot of painting, just you know feeling myself. You know, you know, you gotta you gotta feel yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it beam. How about? the Muska stepping down with the Skateboard Hall of Fame induction and handing it off to you. What was that experience like? I mean, to really be honest, I mean, I, for the most part, that was, I don't really speak too much on it because that was more of a personal thing, but I would just say that, you know, Muska's like a brother, you know what I mean? And he's always has been. And just that gesture of what he did was just insane because he just called me after math and he was like, bro, are you, are you mad or are you stressed? Like, I hope you're not, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? So he, the way he did it was really himself. You know what I mean? So it wasn't no political, it wasn't no something that people conjured up. It was like, literally like, that's how he felt. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. you know, all hats down to Musk. I love that. You know what I mean? He's my brother. Yes. And we talked to Deshaun and Zion about their influences and you were a huge influence on them and myself, Reem. So let's talk about who influenced you. How did you find skateboarding? Uh, really, I would say, honestly, it was like, it was definitely like Ray Barbie gave me my true influence because it was like when I first seen his first video part, you know, and it's just like- Ban this part? No compliant, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just his style, you know, he's wearing the, the, the vision bubble gun that kind of look like the all-star chucks and, you know, he had the Pendleton on, it was like, I felt like, oh man, it's like, There's we can time. do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly what Chris said. Exactly, That's exactly what, Chris what I said. said. Word for word. Exactly what Chris <laughs> said. Word for word. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you know, dude, you remember I came from the deep, deep hood. So it was like, it was like, it was like, I saw that. It was like, wow. It was like, you know, and it's like, you know, we had Tommy Gray, we had different, but it was just like, the way Ray came off, had the hat tilted, and it was just a smooth style. It was like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. I, I remember picking you up off of La Cienega and how how that you grew up in a tough tough hood, man. How how was it being a skater where you grew up in L.A.? I mean, to me, it was it was normal to me because I grew up in it. You know what I mean? But it was just crazy because it was like as I was venturing out of you know the neighborhoods and start going to Venice a lot and different places. It was just crazy because it's like everyone would be like, oh man, I drop you off home. And then it's like, it get like 11, 12 o'clock at night. And then they're like, wait, where you live again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll drop you right off the side of the 10 freeway. And I'm like, that's cool. That's good. I mean, I'm in my neighborhood. So, yeah. You know. Someone was asking me, like, who, uh, who tapped in Reem and those guys? 
And let's talk about Jeff Hartzell, right? He brought Hartzell, you- yeah, it was, it was like basically the way it kind of was formed, it was like I was a Venice head and it was like Jesse Martinez and Jeff Hartzell was pretty much like the cast that was like, you know, flowing me, you know, give me the hand-me-down boards, you know what I mean? Really, you know what I mean? But they were like lacing me up. And then it was, it got to a point to where it was like, you know, after the Powell contest and, you know, I won that. And then it was like, I just remember Jesse telling Jeff, like, take him to the, uh, to the warehouse. And I'm just like, wow. Cause I remember Daniel had already got uh, sponsored. He got yeah. sponsored like two weeks beforehand. Yeah. So it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. And then when Jeff took me to the warehouse, it was like, that yeah. was the time. Dude. Um, yeah. While we have the three of you together, I was telling these guys about the back 180 at the Houston contest over the fence and just how oh, okay. dropping that was. I, I, I remember being there and being like, what is Reem thinking? It was one try, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, literally, it was like, uh, it was kind of crazy because it was, it was uh, you know, we were playing around and we were, you know, wild enough at that contest. You know, Houston was wild. So yeah. we were having a ball. Partying. And then, it, and then it was like, I remember Randy Coleman kind of threw it in my head. He was like, man, just jump over that shit. Like, and I was just like, huh? Like, <laughs> and then like, a, you know, like, I think that was like practice day or something. And then it was like, you know, during the contest, I was like, right, I'm gonna go for it. And he was like, no, I just stick to the line. You're landing everything. <laughs> Rodney was probably scared, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and it was just like, when I went for it, I was like, at first gonna Ollie, then I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna try to go for it back. So I went 80. And it all worked out. It was a blessing. I mean, otherwise I was, <laughs> I was going to be flipping over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, I guess we, we're going to talk about life lessons as we get Ray's going to get, get on this call with us here, Reem. Talk about what kind of uh, life lessons skateboarding has taught you. Um, the one thing that is, I say, the most significant thing it's taught me is that we're all the same. You know what I mean? That's That's one of the number one keys. We are all the same because... Like, for what I thought was one thing, but then once I got in tune with everybody, I'm traveling with everybody, and then it's like you start realizing from cats from Brazil to anywhere, you know what I mean? From it, whatever. East Coast, West Coast, you know, they all, everybody was pretty much like, we're all the same in some kind of ways, you know what I mean? We just kind of see things in kind of a little different thing, you know what I mean? But that was the, that was the number one thing, though. Yeah, and we got Brother Ray stepping on. What's up, Brother Ray? How are you guys? Yes, thank you. Up, Ray? Good, Ray? Yes. So, sorry, I'm getting in here late. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm honored to be floor. here with you guys. Yeah, I'm going to open up the floor. First, the Young Bucks. You got any uh, questions or, or words for Mr. Ray Barbie? <laughs> Just like I said about Ray, man, not enough words. Not enough words, man, to... <laughs> for my appreciation for you know what you guys paved for us you know what i mean and what you guys did for skateboarding and like i said man it definitely like motivates and it gives us it gave us you know all hope you know what i mean like like reem and um, you know chris when they first got on is like seeing dudes like you guys and the staple you guys have in skateboarding and the impact you guys had it just like gives us hope to have to, you know to have that same legacy you know when you know when we you know when it's time for us you know to throw in the tower whatever you know and all i want to do is have that if effect and that impact that you guys did so yeah i appreciate you guys man for real um, thank you man um yeah so it's it's such a beautiful thing to see that recent thrasher magazine article 
celebrating skateboarders who are black. And for me, the 12 year old me is really tripping out because <laughs> when, when, when I got started, man, I want to say like 83-ish, um, growing up in San Jose, California, um, when I got into skateboarding, um, I only knew of one other black skater in my uh, neighborhood. Um, and it was my buddy, Isido Bird, and he was about two years older. So when I, I was in seventh grade, he was already a, um, uh, a freshman and he was, he was pretty much better than everybody else. So it was just super encouraging to at least have him, you know, but I grew up skating ramps. So when it switched over to skating street, there wasn't really that I remember um, anyone to look to per se. And so when I look at that magazine, wow, man, kids getting into skateboarding now, just, wow, what a, what a legacy, what an impact, what a contribution. Um, it's just really beautiful to, to, to see that progression and where it ended up. And a lot of it because of street skating, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Ray, beside you, your friend that you followed, who really influenced you growing up? Was, uh, was Lance a major influence on you or who, whoever, like when you first got into it and saw pro skateboarding? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can never underestimate the, the, uh, the, the how do you want to say it, the impact that your, like people that you, your community has on you. Yes. So even though we had the videos and things, we grew up with the Bones Brigade videos, Future Primitive and, and, and uh, uh, Bones Brigade video show. And we'd see these vision videos and catch little glimpses of Mark Gonzalez in the streets. And, and Future Primitive, you had Lance in the streets a lot. Um, that was so true. Yeah. And seeing so, Lance like bomb drop off the roof and hit the curb. <laughs> cruising yeah. Through. Rail, rail slides on. <laughs> On railroad tracks and you know and um and so but it but again that stuff seems so far away the people who had the most impact on me were the people I was around day you know every day sure. you know so so it was my it was my crew that the brotherhood of skateboarders that 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 were um all inclusive to me and my buddy when we got into skateboarding um summer before seventh grade mm. you know and so those were and again, my buddy is was a part of that um, brotherhood, those guys. So he was a huge influence. Yes. And how about getting on Powell? How did that come about? Basically, um, moved to Southern California from Northern California in, I think it was 80, summer of 88. Yes. Um, and so um, it was from being in, and I moved to Tustin, California. So basically I was kind of, you know, which is Orange County, um, right by Santa Ana. And so all of a sudden I'm skating with, I'm seeing Mark Gonzalez, I'm seeing Nottis Coppice, I'm seeing Jason Lee, Ron Chapman, Jeremy Klein, really the list goes on and on, Chet Thomas, um, Steve Size, and, and really a lot of it was through Tommy Guerrero and Chet Thomas 
telling Stacy about me because I had known Tommy from living in San Jose and skating with him in the Bay Area and everything. And those guys telling Stacy about me. And then there was a contest at the Carson Velodrome. It was a pro contest. And um and we were amateur, but we'd get out onto the course in between heats and things. And so at the end of that contest, I'll never forget seeing um Chet Thomas pointing at me with Stacy and then Stacy walking over and, and asking if I would want to ride for the team. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's but you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, I don't know if you remember, but remember the sleepovers at the at the yeah. Powell yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the at the at the Powell warehouse, right? And dude, I'll never forget young Kareem. I remember and we would crash there. We'd have our sleeping bags and I think there was like a rec room. And I don't yeah, know that little side room. Yeah, a little, <laughs> that's where we're trying to crash to try to get some peace because because cats were going for it twenty four seven, right? And I remember, <laughs> I remember, I thought, I don't know, I was trying to turn in maybe around like two or something. I remember being in the sleeping bag, and I remember you coming over and being like, "Hey, play me a game of skate." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's great. That sounds just like me. I probably, I probably was out the there studying. The crap. I was trying so hard to like get myself ready, and I'm like, he's he's about to go to sleep. Like he's he's tired. He's wore out. Never bedtime. <laughs> but, but I remember, like, I remember having so much fun just getting up and then skating with you. And I'm sure you beat me, but I remember I was like, oh, I, just, I just remember that it was so fun. Dude, yeah, those were the days. I but swear. But man, I'm like, so I'm I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so I'm so thankful to to have uh, again just be able to see. It's it's man, it's it's to be able to watch someone's development, right, and see them get into doing their thing. You know what I mean? And so I fast forward from that from being at the power warehouse getting woken up in the sleeping bag, game of skate, three o'clock <laughs> in the morning or whatever, to, you know, the just strength and and just the 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 flow and the ability to make it look so beautiful. Like I like it's funny because if I think about those two, the progression of of the that time, it was just it was a treat and and uh, a privilege to be able to uh, to see that growth. Uh, yeah. I'd second Thank that. You. Dream come up. Yeah. yeah. Young dudes about life lessons skateboarding has taught us. Ray, what do you have to say about life lessons skateboarding has taught you? Um, you know, when I think about just the community of it, you know, and the, I guess just the brotherhood of skateboarding, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of talk of, obviously at the heaviness of everything that's going on, right? Racism and just, um, and just a lot of frustration and people being just done with it, right? Rightly so, you know? But when I think about skateboarding, I see so many parallels with, um, with the camaraderie, camaraderie that, would, that would accompany, you know, uh, soldiers being in a war. You know, yeah. Like, not saying that skateboarding's a war, but what I'm saying is, it's that type of brotherhood where it's like, I don't think when you're out there doing what you're doing, whether you're on the front line, 
you know, my dad served, he was a Marine, he served in Vietnam. I know for a fact he could care less about, the only thing that he cared about with the cat next to him, if he, if he was for him and on his side, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I see that the parallels in skateboarding, like this, this passion and this joy to ride a skateboard, it's, I, I, it's all we care about. It's like the, the camaraderie that comes from enjoying this makes us not care about the rest of the stuff. You know what I mean? And it's been a blessing to be able to, for over 30 years, experience that all around the world. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Beautiful. And that, and Reem, I know you touched on a little bit, but how about you, life lessons from skateboarding? I mean, you know, like he said, and I said before, I mean, that unity within people, that's been like, that's always been one of the main things, you know what I mean? And I, I definitely, other than that, it's really it's just been just loving it, you know, loving life. Like, you know, skateboarding has brought, you know how like we were looked at as like almost down, you know, like dirty or whatever, you know? So it's like, <laughs> they had no clue that, you know what I mean? We looked like this, but we were good. We were having fun. This was our child. <laughs> We had a home to go to. We had a car to get into. Like, this was our life. So it's like, I just love that understanding of how, you know, how skateboarding and the unity that we have together, that it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? It's like, that. that's all that matters, that piece of board and the unity. You know what I mean? That's, that's really what it's brought me. And what, um, we touched on it a little bit, but looking at that Thrasher cover, what is it like for you guys to see the influence you've had on guys like Deshaun Jordan and Zion Wright? I, I'm always like, to this day, pinching myself, like, is this for real? Because <laughs> the, the, the reality is, is to, I just wanted to ride a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to ride a skateboard and have fun with my friends. <laughs> Totally. And, 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 and from that, to be able to have the opportunities that it afforded me in life, yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah. But then to get feedback, hearing that it helped inspire and push others to do the same, then it's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, 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 so I'm just tripping, man, because um, I didn't really set out to really do anything other than I want to ride my skateboard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ray. And I, you know, I was telling these guys how I used to draw your graphic on the cover of my high school notepad. Oh and yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. Sean Cliver, man. Barriers. And Reem touched on it. The flannel, the hat. The oh yeah. Wears. Flat crowd lines, we were soaking up everything. Smooth as ever, yes. He was the yeah. king. He was the king. <laughs> but and, and and real quick, it's like the it's just how we are as human beings, right? Like you get, I mean, think about music, right? Like if you think about just how it, you know, music in general, how it's a gumbo of sorts of just influences, right? And the way that it presents itself as it um, is expressed through the excitement of wanting to um, 
uh, be like it, right? And so I guess what I'm saying is it's, 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 I love that process. I love, I love how we all have our own fingerprints and, and how we get to it. It comes from being inspired by others that excite us, but it's usually never just one person. It's a lot of people. And so it's little bits here and little bits here and little bits here. And it helps you to figure out your identity and your fingerprint. And to me, it's really, really interesting. And I really enjoy seeing the fingerprint, but then seeing the traces of the, the, the other ingredients in the stew, if you will, like the other, the influences and how, how uh, you know. Um, and so I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm very honored yeah, uh, for, for people, you know. And, and Ray, how was it? I mean, I got to ask you just riding for Powell back in the day. That was such a like esteemed thing for everyone. And, you know, for you to jump in a van and be with Lance and Cabby and Tommy, what, what was that like coming up? Oh, it's tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it was one of those, there's been a lot of moments where it's just like, is this for real? Like, myself. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, I watched these guys in growing up in the videos and now I'm like in the van with them and, and, <laughs> and they're all great human beings. You know what I mean? Like it's, you, you know, you hear people say like, don't meet your heroes or, or hero takes a fall, but I've that, you know, couldn't be farther from the truth with those guys, you know? And so for me, it was a lot of things, man. There was a sense of validation of like, wow, they accept me, which is, huge right there's a saying the praise of the praiseworthy is above all rewards kind of thing you know and so to be in the van with those guys and to be included um that was everything man that that you know the, the fire that we already have that just fans the f fans into that flame so much that it just shoots you out with this um uh just desire to want to be worthy of it you know what mm -hmm. i mean like just growing up at a time where it's like dang you turn pro it's not a time to kick back it's like the time to like show that you're worthy of being a pro so it's like you got to kick in the next gear so being with those dudes it it forced me to like whoo step it up and try to be worth try to be worthy of it you know <laughs> yeah and reem how about that with you and rodney mullen and jay lee when we first hit the road what, what was that like for you I mean, you know, it was it was super intense for me because it was like, you know, I was new to the whole pro world and the sponsors. So it was like, <laughs> they just threw me in the pie and was just like, go. <laughs> so it was, it was like, I was like, I was, a, you know, it was just like, wind me up. And I, you know, I was, I just went, 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 didn't know when to stop. I'll never <laughs> forget how easily you and Taewon learned tricks, like just watching you guys. Mm somewhat of an older head like I remember the parking lot sessions at world and like just you know Rodney rattling something off and you and Daywan being able to follow and just take over and do, <laughs> do it right away I couldn't I was not a technical skater so um watching guys mirror Rodney was something else man yeah but I was always watching Rodney and Daywan's feet because it was like I was never gonna learn that trick <laughs> I still don't even know how to name tricks I'm just like okay I see <laughs> 
Seeing the points? Okay. <laughs> I was always loved, but it was like, I'm going to figure it out. As long as I see the little foot points and positions, yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm yeah. Good. yeah. And how about, you know, all that's going on in the world with COVID and now racism, how do you guys feel skateboarding works into that as far as uh, social activism? I mean, for me, I don't really think there is no racism really in, a, in our world of skateboarding and our culture. Because it's like, if you look at a lot of people that's out there that's protest, a lot of more skateboarders, you know what I mean? But it's weird because it's like they're in the wrong little forefront sometime, a skateboarder <laughs> in the back of a police car or they, yeah. you know, band. You know, but it's like we come from so many different walks of life. And the thing about it, though, is like it's almost like once I started traveling around the world and I'm meeting all these different people. And like I said before, I saw us all as one and alike. It was like that's kind of like what I still think skateboarding has right now, because I, I hear the little things and I see certain people venting off. You know what I mean? And to me personally, sometimes they might be like personal vents. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I know like some, you know, cats, they they might not have felt comfortable in a position at the time to say, hey, you know what I mean? Watch your mouth if someone says something incorrect. Yeah. But now that they've kind of, you know, got a little nuts and you know what I mean? Woke up a little mm -hmm. bit, you know, and when they see certain things that's going on and then they might see somebody, oh, yeah, da, 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 like, hey, hold up. Yeah. You know, didn't I hear some weird stuff from you, you know? So I think a lot of it is just them venting that, but at the same time, it's always a unity. Because one thing, if you look at in all the skateboarding, all the drama that or anything, we've always stood together. Yeah. Yes. yeah. If we're at a contest and we're in anywhere and we got problems with security, we're all getting in it. If we got problems with anything, <laughs> it's like yeah. we like we could we could be like, oh yeah, we're companies, individuals and whatever, but the minute there's an issue with skateboarders, we're all like together as one. And I, and I still see the same thing, you know what I mean? Because I've, I've been some of the protests in Texas and in Cali, and it's like, I just see unity and love now, you know what I mean? Dude, it's... So, that's, that's my take on it, you know? Yeah. It, like, popping up at the barracks and stuff, I've been like, man, I gotta catch him! So please uh, call me next time. <laughs> yeah, right? Let me know too, man. <laughs> I'm like, no, man, I'm so jealous. Green sighting, man. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I've just been running around, running around. Yeah, just no, no, you're doing right your thing. I know you, both, yeah. you guys do so much besides skateboarding. Touch on it briefly. What, uh, what else sparks your interest? I know, Ray, obviously for you, music. What's the connection to skateboarding for you with music and, and you know, the creativity that surrounds skateboarding? Well, you know, I always look at it this way, you know, skateboarding, if skateboarding's a quilt, then there's so many aspects of skateboarding that outside of skateboarding that plays such a role in the tapestry of, um, of the culture and even the industry, which comprise of the different patches on the quilt, if you will. So you could one patch is music, one patch is videography, one patch is graphic design, you know, one patch is photography, it kind of goes on and on, right? And so um, music was just uh, a very natural, um, it, all, those, all those various patches work with skateboarding because they help, um, they help, uh, they play such a big role in 
the functioning of the community and the industry and everything, you know? And so I was, I had a desire to play guitar before I got into skateboarding wow. because I'm an MTV baby, MTV coming out early eighties. I'm in fifth grade seeing Angus Young and, 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 and Eddie Van Halen and, mm. you know, and Sabbath and, you know, seeing, you know, that was my first exposure. I grew up with a lot of soul and jazz from my dad's music collection but MTV comes on and now I'm seeing rock stuff, but I'm resonating with the energy. I'm resonating with, with it, you know? And so, and I really resonated and had emotional connection to the guitar player. I thought like, okay, the singer's kind of cool. I could tell, I was looking at the hierarchy within the band, you know? And I'm like, okay, the singer's, you could tell he's the main dude, right? It's revolving (laughs) around him. And then, but there's always a part in the song where, the guitarist was stuck in his solo, yeah. and he'd do his thing. And I was like, that dude's cooler. That. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to do that. But I didn't, as fifth grade, I didn't know anybody who had an electric guitar. There were acoustic guitars and things around. But it wasn't until I got into skateboarding. And again, the brotherhood of skateboarders that embraced me and my buddy Danny, when we, uh, you know, got into skateboarding summer before seventh grade, go to seventh grade. And the guys that, you know, embraced us, they played in punk bands. All of a sudden, oh, you guys have electric guitars. You guys have drums. You guys have a bass. And so um, skateboarding connected that desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because before skateboarding, it was way out there. This is like TV land, like not your reality. It wasn't in the element of where you were at. So it's like you're just running across it. Yeah, that's wild. That's no, insane. no, no different than like thinking you want to be an actor or something. You know what I mean? It's just so, you can't wrap your head around it, but skateboarding was like, it brought it close and it said, here it is. Amazing. You know? Well, man, this, this has been an awesome show. I, I love you both dearly. You guys are such a huge influence on, on me and where I'm at. So I love you. Thank you for taking the time. I mean, I, no, I love you Thank guys. You, my brother. <laughs> the, it goes right back. Same for me. Like, thanks for the inspiration. Thanks, man. How awesome, man. How awesome yeah. that we get to that that we get to celebrate this and and I think it's great too that what we had to I guess deal with and the camaraderie that came from it is beautiful, but is a camaraderie that came from something that we didn't really need. It came from a place that we had didn't want to happen. You sure. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I'm excited that skaters getting into it now black skaters getting into it now they don't have those issues you know what i mean it's lighter for them so it it, they don't have to the camaraderie comes from hopefully what it needs to come from not from as a result of something lame yeah Yeah. you know what i mean and so it's open now for the camaraderie to come from a truer place i shouldn't say a truer place but more of a a, a more beautiful place to have it rather than this need because of this lame thing that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got to say, everyone I've spoken to on this piece is just in awe of both of you, Kareem Campbell, Ray Barbie, mm. the brothers. I hope uh, I get to skate with you both or just hang out. Man, I look forward to it. I look forward <laughs> to it. I'm be coming out because I see Dune, you hitting it up on a regular. And oh, then Ray, man, I so inspiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, Dune is on every day, like, hitting it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I, like, oh, man. Out, I started to hit the curves. <laughs> That's good. That's hey, good. Not, I mean, even hitting the ramp. 
Yeah, I'm saying you're out there on the daily. Like, yeah, I swear, it's like That's so inspiring. many times I'm sitting out there and I'm like, I got to get out. I got to get out. I'm like... <laughs> Dude. That's beautiful. Man. Thank, thank you, thank you, Chris, man. Thank you for the years of inspiration, man, and just uh, that you know the 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 creativity and 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 the desire to do stereo and man, it's just huge. Like the mark and the contributions that you have brought, man. I don't want that to go un 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 um, unnoticed and unappreciated. So thank you, man. Dude, like like you, you said, twelve year old me is like pinching myself right now. <laughs> Dude, you already know. I mean, yeah. When I left World Industries, started a company with you. We gotta hang out. We gotta skate together. We gotta stay in touch. Yes, brother. I love you. I want to thank you though. You definitely helped a lot in my career. You know what I mean? And you know how you stay at your house every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're signing off for Due Tour Live. All right. My brother. All right, brother. Thanks, you guys. Love Peace. Peace, Ray. Later. Love you guys. Later. Love you too, brother. A shout out to the place where a movement got traction and gave us our first set of wheels. To the sidewalks for keeping us off the street. To pipe dreams, broken dreams, the American dream. To today, between yesterday and tomorrow, to the night owl who beats the early bird, to the newcomers, to the ones we left behind, to not getting caught flat-footed, to making something out of nothing, even if it costs an arm and a leg, to give credit to where street cred is due, to the coaches we never had, to the mentors we chose, to those who went from the street to the best because they turned left, to those who look in the mirror and see the competition. A shout out to today.